All right, and we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it has been a morning already. Um, we are obviously not in my office. James, I apologize. There will be no green light today for you, my friend. Um, the lighting might be a bit off. It's okay. We made it work. I hope you guys can hear me, and I hope that you guys can hear the audios that I have lined up for you guys. We've got proof of UFOs. That's right. The little green aliens are real, 100% real, ladies and gentlemen, and they live among us. I'm kidding. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of people, when they think of, like, UFOs, they think only space aliens with green people inside of it. Eh, that's not the case. UFO literally just stands for unidentified foreign object. We don't know what they are, right, ladies and gentlemen? Um, good morning to everyone. As someone is in the studio, Miss Brittany Hicks, you're absolutely right. Uh, and there's a reason why I'm in the studio today. Um, and that is because we're shooting new pictures for my OnlyFans today with all my new merch and feet pics. Um, so stay tuned for that. For those uh, signed up to my OnlyFans and OnlyFeet.com, I am, of course, kidding. Completely haram, bro. Complete. Don't damn me over there. Don't damn that. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I have some real poison here for you guys today. I actually did bring some. Again, don't judge me. Please don't judge me. It's been a very early morning already. I've got a little bit of the of the nasty stuff. A little bit of Starbucks. It was a gift, though, you know? For my producer, because we already know it's going to be a very long day today. But anyways, Poison is here. I rarely buy a Starbucks. I'll be very honest with you guys. And whenever I do, it's just an ice Americano. Just get that extra pump in me. But obviously, we've got a lot to go over here today. Uh, today will be a shorter one. It won't be a full 90 minutes. We'll go on for about an hour. Obviously, you guys have probably already heard, especially if you follow me on other socials, that there is an, uh, a UFO committee hearing happening today. And I'll be very honest with you guys. I've known Anna Paulina for many years now. She's She kind of brought me into the scene. She put a lot of faith in me um, w way back when. She brought me into Turning Point, helped me become an ambassador. I never knew she cared about UFOs as much as I now know she cares about UFOs. It's just a little odd. It's something that was never like brought up. So the next time I see Anna Paulina, um, you know, we'll we'll be chilling, probably be having some lunch. I'm just gonna look right over her and be like, "You never thought it was important to talk to me about UFOs and how you're gonna be spearheading a committee hearing." I don't know. Maybe we'll bring her on. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, ladies and gentlemen, maybe we can bring her into the Inform Daily podcast and have her speak about UFOs, what she believes. Why are we having this? Is it all a distraction? Who knows? Anyways, happy Wednesday, everyone. July 26th, year of the Lord, 2023. Good morning. Buenos dias, damas y caballeros, ladies and gentlemen. I, I keep reminding myself, I have to say that. I want that to be my thing. First thing, I would be like, good morning, everyone. Buenos dias, which is German, by the way. A lot of you are going to be misconstruing that for, for Spanish. It's not. It's German. I'm learning German, by the way, and Japanese. And so in Japanese, the way you say, ladies and gentlemen, is damas y caballeros. I'm learning those things for you guys because we want to be multilingual. And then eventually when we get invaded, um, we, we got to learn Japanese anyway, or Chinese, rather. That's what I meant to say. Damas y caballeros, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Inform Daily. I am your host, Anthony Cabasa. I forgot my name for a bit. Um, 
It's 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 the it's the coffee man to see Americano. Yeah. Ugh, awful. But it keeps me alive. Um, but with that, we're obviously going to be talking about UFOs. I have a couple of clips to share with you guys about what's happening there. My honest thoughts on the UFO stuff. A lot of you messaging me, Anthony, is this just a distraction? You guys know how I feel about distractions, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I believe that we can walk and chew gum all at once. So don't kill me if I have to say I don't necessarily think this is, uh, you know, um, also, by the way, I believe this is the first time or at least second time that we have a donation before we even start the stream. Thank you so much to James BF for the $20 morning, Anthony and Telegram family, tons of meetings today at work. Won't be able to listen in today, praying for a great show today to God be the glory. PS, let Nicole pick the color of the light today. Ah, jokes on you, James. I uh, appreciate you, brother. I'm sure you're going to be tuning in a little bit later. Thank you so much for the $20. Truly appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to be. Okay, so it's like, hmm, ASMR Anthony. Hmm. ASMR Anthony. Damas y caballeros. Caballeros y damas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Well, don't they like do that thing too? Like this. Like, you gotta like have nails and go like, go like this. It's it's a weird thing with ASMR stuff. Um, with the early question, Miss Diana Beatrice, what is your favorite coffee? The best coffee I've ever had. And I'll be straight up with you guys. Um, about over a decade ago when I was still in the military, way more than that, uh, about a decade ago, maybe a decade, two years, um, my wife, I took my wife to Hawaii. Um, and uh, it was like a little resort out in Hawaii. We bought like this package deal. We went scuba diving, all that stuff. And I'll never forget the taste of the Kona coffee. It was the first time. So it's like homegrown coffee in the Kona Islands of Hawaii. See, a lot of you plebs, you know, think that it's uh, Hawaii. It's not. It's Hawaii. And I didn't know that until I got there. And they looked at me like an outsider. It's okay. It's the first time as a brown boy I've ever felt like an outsider in an island full of browns. It's not racist. It's just a point of fact. Um, Kona coffee. And it was homemade. It was freshly brewed, freshly picked, from what I understand, because that's the way they sold it to us. It was so delicious, and it had like a hint of hazelnut creamer in it. Uh, that's my favorite creamer, by the, by the by. I also do raw heavy cream. That's also really good. So delicious. So, so delicious. It was the best coffee I think I've ever had, ever. Um, I'm sure Colombian coffee, if I go to Colombia, I'm sure that's really good as well. I've had Cuban coffee. That's also really good, like little espresso shots or whatever the case might be. Um, I don't mind the, I don't like Starbucks. But I don't mind the iced Americano. I don't with with and I do it with heavy cream. I don't do any like synthetic sugars or or anything like that. I'm sure the heavy cream is not raw, obviously. Um, but a Kona coffee, man. Holy smokes, that stuff was good. All right, with that, again, we're gonna be diving into uh some announcements here shortly. We've got the UFO hearing that is happening. We have some breaking news also. Hunter Biden set to plead guilty to tax charges, but as of like 10 minutes ago, breaking Hunter Biden's plea deal falls apart due to potential FARA FARA violation investigations are still ongoing. Quote, this is CNN. The deal appears to be dead and off the table. One thing we've learned is that this investigation very much is still ongoing. Very 
interesting set of events, ladies and gentlemen. And then we also have, um, we'll do this. And then we also have uh, Kevin Spacey. Uh, Lending jury acquits Kevin Spacey of sexual assault charges on his birthday, no less. And then the last thing I have for you guys, I forgot to mention it yesterday. I forgot to bring it up. Um, Obama's chef has died. And uh, there was an investigative reporter on Twitter that was investigating what really happened with the paddle border, who was the second paddle border, why did Obama claim that he was not on the island, and then now there's reports saying that he was on the island when this happened, question mark, right? But on top of that, um, when this investigative journaler was, was investigating what really happened on Martha's Vineyard, he tried to go to the local law enforcement's uh, website and everything was offline. So he said, that's weird. Like, all the law enforcement records, everything, it, it just says offline. And he was showing pictures. And then guess what happened then? And then you know what else? He ended up getting banned. Dom Luker, uh, I, I think that's how you spell his uh, name. He's an uh, independent journalist, investigative journalist. He kind of dives into just about anything. He's a pretty good follow over on Twitter. I follow him. Uh, he's a really good guy. Um, uh, black conservative. Um, uh, very huge on Twitter. He had like half a million followers there. He does really good threads and stuff. Investigative journalist, independent. Uh, very, very interesting stuff. So we'll dive right into that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive into that first story. Obviously, merch, you guys already know, we have the best merch in the game. Kanye West has actually filed a legal lawsuit against me because he says my merch is more fire than his. Believe it or not, I know he's got billions probably sold worldwide. I know his Yeezys are very iconic. He saw my merch and he filed a legal lawsuit saying, you're not allowed to have the best merch in the game. And I said, bro, try me. I'm actually wearing my merch right now. My brother in Christ. We keep it We keep it nice and, and, and Christian around here, ladies and gentlemen. We are very kid-friendly, Christian-friendly. Um, it is a proclamation of my faith. A lot of you know I am a Christian man. Uh, I decided that I want to make merch not targeted to transgenderism or to push an agenda outside of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, there are also some uh, just patriotic shirts. So if you guys want to head on over, we got the Crisis King shirts with the anti-globalist short sleeve shirt. We've got the Forever Free 1776. We've got the um, we got the Concha, right? We got the For Forever Free. We got it for males and females. There's only two genders. We got coffee cups, my brother in Christ, my sister in Christ. We got those in white and in black. And then we've got the one nation under God. Which God? The one true God, Yahweh, right? And then we got Yeshua, Christ. Um, and then, of course, our best sellers, the Trust God shirts for him and her. Um, just different styles of the of the shirt. And then we've got the world's best dad. Uh, also, if you guys can, don't forget, because it's coming. I already feel it's coming. People are getting, oh, wait, what did I want to do? Where is it? If you guys go over to myinformwithanthony.com, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter, ladies and gentlemen. Right here at the very bottom, it says subscribe to our emails. Things are getting pretty bad. There are people that are being banned left and right now. There are investigative journalists, even on Twitter, that claims to be super free speech. Oh, I'm sorry. It's X now. Um, they claim to be super free speech. Are they really, though? Are they, though? They're banning people? Are they really? I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. Um, so make sure you sign up for the newsletter and get that over today. And then it also has links to all my other social medias. A lot of people say, Anthony, why are you on YouTube? Well, because I monetize here. I don't 
I don't have any other platform that I can monetize what I am doing, what I'm doing right now. If I go live on Instagram, it's not monetized. I don't get money for ads or anything like that. Same thing for Twitter, same thing for Rumble as well. Um, but I am on Rumble and I will be also streaming on Twitter for my weekly shows that's coming up later on today. Um, all right, with that, we're going to go into the UFO hearing. All right, let's see here. Where is it? We go to this one first. So in case you didn't know, there's a committee hearing happening today on UFO hearings. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking, what the heck? Why are we talking about UFOs when there's corruption running rampant? Isn't it interesting? People have told me this, right? Isn't it interesting that on the same day Hunter Biden is going to court and now it seems like his case is falling apart, we are having hearings on UFOs? Dun, dun, dun. Now, do you guys know how I feel about this? We can walk and chew gum all the same. I'm all for transparency. I don't care if it's JFK stuff. I don't care if it's UFO stuff. In my personal opinion, okay, this is just my personal opinion. I don't know if I believe in aliens. I, I just, I don't, I don't know about like the, the, the sauce, at least in the way that it's like been mainstream, right? Like attack on Mars stuff where you have like these flying saucers going around, dropping off little green men, big, you know, egg-shaped heads, like one of my producers here, not going to mention which one because they're both here, but uh, he just walked past me right now. But anyways, uh, <laughs> but um, I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Is it a distraction? I, I don't think so. I think there's a lot of, there's a, there's a big community for it. There's, you know, you don't have to understand it. I don't have to understand it. For example, I don't understand K-pop. I don't get the, the craze behind Korean pop music. But hey, you know what? There are people that are all for it. I don't understand Britney Spears fans that have been fighting for decades for her to lose her conservatorship from her dad. And now look what's going on. Was it a good idea to maybe have her lose her conservatorship? Right? Like, mistakes probably were made. I don't know. But anyways, let's get on to this. It says, David Grush. I hope I spelled the... They were, it says, a member of a previous Pentagon task force that investigated UFOs says the U.S. government is in possession of UFOs. Quote, I know the exact locations and those locations were provided to the inspector general. So here's that video for you guys. Please let me know if you can hear it. We were having problems with a little bit of audio, audio early, but just let me know. Both described um, UAPs formations are observed in space or, or in our air and the way that they move is essentially um, ways in which current technology or aircraft that we know of are not able to actually function. And so will you just for the public record again, once, once again, um, just uh, briefly uh, just either describe or note that aircraft that we witnessed specifically by the 30 folks that you're working with are essentially outside the scope of anything that we know of today and the technology we have today. Mr. Graves and Mr. Graver. Yes, uh, the objects that are being seen by commercial pilots are uh, performing maneuvers that are unexplainable due to our current understanding of our technology and our capabilities as a country. And that applies for the military as well. Yeah, I concur with that. We have nothing that can stop in midair and go the other direction, nor do we have anything that can, like in our situation, come down from space, hang out for three hours, and go back up. Thank you. My last question, and so, and sometimes I know that some you have also said some of these answers in the past, but we're trying to get them on the public record as well, which is really important. What's up? Uh, so some people are saying um, that they 
it sounds like something else is playing. Okay, I mean, people are saying that they can hear it. It just they say there sounds like a it sounds like a swoosh. Do you think it's just like a connection, like in the back or something, like maybe not plugging correctly? I'm looking at the audio. It's not bad, so it's bearable. Oh no, it's okay. Ivan said it's actually the aliens speaking to us. They're aliens are interfering with our video of talking about aliens. It makes sense. You're legal, right? <laughs> okay. All right. So let, let's go back to this. It seems like it's bearable. Sorry, guys. Um, I apologize for the audio today. It's only going to be today, I promise. Mr. Quest, finally, do you believe that our government is in possession of UAPs? Uh, absolutely based on the interview. Also, they don't call them UFOs. They call them UAPs, which I believe stands for unidentified aerial or oh, unidentified anomalous phenomena. That's what it stands for. But just be aware, they're not calling them UFOs now. They're UAPs now. For 40 witnesses of four years. And, and where? I know the exact locations and, and those locations were provided to the inspector general and some of which to the intelligence committees. I actually had people with the firsthand knowledge um, provide a protective disclosure to the inspector general. Thank you. And Mr. Chairman, I would just say that I think that these questions are important questions, and I look forward to uh, being involved in the process to get those answered. I know there'll be a lot of questions for the committee members, so I yield back. Okay, that's very interesting. Um, my producer gave me the headphones that he wears to be able to hear me, and it does sound, it sounds like something's talking over it. That's so weird. But on on my headphones, the studio headphones that I'm wearing right now, it I can't hear anything. <laughs> Danette says it's aliens trying out ASMR. Maybe. I mean, it is kind of weird that this is happening right now, huh, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know. Maybe you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead and share this link with everyone. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe. Uh, aliens are trying to communicate via my channel. You never know. But anyways, here's a report. Don't worry, I don't have met much of video. And even if I do, if the, if the aliens continue to try to communicate with us, I'll make sure to decipher what they are saying. I'm pretty good in illegal alien uh, terminology. Um, all right. This is The Hill. UFO hearing live updates lawmakers witnesses accuse Pentagon of cover-up. And it says here, lawmakers on both sides of the... And this is kind of like what gets me. Both sides are for this? Like, you actually have Republican, America first, part of the Freedom Caucus, which the left continues to say, you know, it's extremely far-right uh, sect of the uh, Republican Party. My good friend, Anna Polina, she's sitting in the same committee with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That is just, like, wild to me, man. It is really wild to me that you have Anna Polina, the Freedom Caucus, uh, uh, of the of the far right, and then you have AOC, who's like a progressive socialist Democrat. I don't know whatever people want to label her. You know, she's a Democrat. Um, and they're sitting in the same committee, and they're asking questions about aliens and UFOs. Like, dude, what a timeline, man! Like, what a timeline. Anyways, it says here the Hill lawmakers on both sides of the aisle are pushing the federal government to release more information related to UFO sightings and other unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP. 
The House Oversight Subcommittee on National Security will dig into the issue during a hearing on Wednesday featuring David Grush, a whistleblower who has accused the government of withholding information related to UFOs. The panel will, quote, explore firsthand accounts of un unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAP, and assess the federal government's transparency, it said in a statement. The hearing begins Wednesday at 10 a.m. That was 7 a.m. my time. I was already tuned in. It says here, UAP evidence is overclassified, former Navy uh, pilot says. So this is kind of what they're already talking about. Um, also, quick side note. Thank you so much. Um, a CLH CGU, $4.99. Anthony, what are some tips on losing 20 pounds? King Anthony, um, carnivore diet. Do carnivore diet for 30 days. Obviously, if you've got chronic conditions, acute conditions, notify your doctor first. Talk to a nutritionist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. Talk to your doctor first, especially if you're on medications. But if you're not on medications like I'm not, uh, try carnivore diet for 30 days, guaranteed 20 pounds off. Uh, and only drink water also. Don't drink anything else, not even raw milk uh, because it's extra calories if you're trying to just drop the weight 100%. Um, oh yes, tinfoil hat. Dude, I keep forgetting what the tinfoil hat. Guys, can we come up with a tinfoil hat today? A design? All right, Marcia says she perfectly understands what I'm saying. She just got here. She is ready to go. She's actually designing them right now. Okay, it says here, former Navy pilot David Fravor told Congress that he believes the U.S. government is too heavy-handed with his classification of video, images, and witness statements surrounding UAPs. Quote, in my opinion, things are overclassified, Fravor told the House Oversight subpanel. He said many videos and images of UAPs taken by the U.S. government or employees are quickly classified as top-secret, sensitive, compartmented information, TS or SEI. Quote, they're overclassified, and as soon as they do that, they go in a vault, and, all, and then you all have to look for them, Fravor told lawmakers. Representative Andy Biggs, Republican out of Arizona, says that uh, then asked witnesses if there were other methods the Pentagon or intelligence agencies used to keep information secret. Former Navy pilot Brian Graves said the U.S. government was, quote, not encouraging reporting of any encounters or sightings of UAPs. Graves later estimated that only 5% of the UAP sightings are reported. And I think that this is where the American people deserve transparency you know, when, when the committee first, if, if you've been watching it or if you haven't, um, when the, the committee first started, it kind of set down some, some ground rules, a foundation of what they hope to do. Uh, the committee chair himself said, we're not here to tell you that there are little green aliens, foreign life here. What we are trying to get to the bottom of, and this because the American people deserve this, we're trying to get to the bottom of, if it's not little green aliens, then what is it? And why is the government so secretive about it? Regardless, again, of how you and I feel, you don't have to believe in it. You don't have to believe that there's little green aliens. You don't have to believe in foreign life. If, if you're one of those people that say, you know, this is a distraction, or if you're one of those people that say, you know, there's just no evidence, that's fine. At the end of the day, the case to be made, and this is a case the committee is saying, is, hey, if... If something is going on, regardless, like you're making it worse by keeping it and withholding the information and classifying it and putting it in a vault for people that are not able to understand what it is, just come out with the truth. And when they started, you know, asking the whistleblowers, well, why is it that the government is doing this? They said, when I was in the position, when I was working at these positions with the government, 
we were told that it was kept classified in order to protect the equipment that we are using, the radars, the videos, satellites, whatever it is. It's not that we are making it secret so that people don't know about UAPs. We're making it secret because there's technology that the U.S. government uses that is not privy to either the people or government, foreign governments. Essentially, the argument is, and, and you can say whatever you like, you, you can believe it or not. I'm not asking you to believe them. I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm just telling you what they are saying. They're saying that the reason why they're making it all classified is because of the equipment that we are using to pick up on these things. Maybe they were designed to pick up on these things. Maybe they were not designed to pick up on, the, on these things. And it ended up just being a byproduct if they're able to pick these things up, right? Uh, from further testimony, we, we learned that these things, these UAPs accelerate at a very fast speed. They don't have any windows in a lot of these UAPs. There's no way to look into it. Some of these fighter pilots, uh, former uh, uh, Navy pilot Ryan Graves, openly stated that they were within half a mile of an air, of, of these aircrafts, whatever these things were, and that they were flying so they were flying so fast that no human could survive being inside of these UAPs and survive the velocity at which they were traveling. So they directly asked them, like, why do you believe that these are not manned by humans? And again, does that mean that there's life inside of it traveling at fast speeds that humans cannot? The question remains open, I believe, because there's no definitive proof not saying so. All we know is that according to the evidence, the velocity of these UAPs, it, it could be, and I, and I said this in my telegram earlier, it could be remotely controlled. It could very well be that all UFOs, all UAPs are controlled by foreign governments. We already know that there are drones, right, uh, that, that, the, that the U.S. government and foreign governments control remotely. You don't even have to put men into these drones anymore to either drop bombs or, or to do intel on foreign governments, foreign peoples, whatever the case might be, foreign countries. Um, and... Who knows, right? But what they are arguing also is that it doesn't believe that this, any of this technology for these UAPs exists anywhere. And this was, again, part of the committee hearing. Again, if, it's pretty fascinating stuff. It raises some questions. And again, to me, I'm all about transparency. Let's find out what, what's really going on here, right? And again, I don't, I don't think that at the end of these investigations which again, you can agree or disagree on whether they're distractions, whatever the case might be. We have another breaking story that we're going to get into. And again, here we are, right? I'm talking about UFOs, but I'm also going to be talking about Hunter Biden. Like you see how two things can happen at once. It just depends on the person. If the media wants to run only with UFOs and neglect Hunter Biden, then guess what? That's what I'm here for, to inform you on both so I can show you we can walk and chew gum. Um, people will go on, on Twitter, people will say these things and say, you know, um, oh, it's just a big distraction. Sure, maybe. All I can tell you is I personally know Anna Polina. I don't, I, and to me, the art, you know, when talking with her and, 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 and looking at what, what they preface this entire committee hearing about, it's about just, well, what can you tell us? What is going on? If we end up finding out that there's a foreign government that has advanced technology never disclosed with human any other governments, that would be good to know. I'd want to know for what purpose are they building these things. 
And again, I don't think there's anything nefarious behind it, right? Uh, Evan Blackman, uh, $20, tinfoil hat. Yes, I should have worn one today. Kind of dropped the ball. It just, everything's so happening so fast, man. You know, like yesterday we've got, you know, Obama bat paddleboarding with someone and, and an investigative journalist is banned. Today we've got UFOs. Tomorrow, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow, man, you know? Uh, but I appreciate your brother. We, we'll, we'll make some tinfoil hats, like an actual hat that just has like a tinfoil hat in it. So it's technically a tinfoil hat. And then and then we'll sport them whenever we talk about anything crazy on the channel. And then Victoria Pineda, uh, thank you so much for the $10 super sticker. Really appreciate it. We're up to four. We're up to four donations today, ladies and gentlemen. We might be able to make rent at the studio. <laughs> um, But what I like about the Hill here is that they do have a timeline. This is 11.54 a.m., uh, it says Ocasio-Cortez asked witnesses where lawmakers should look for more information. It says Representative Alexander Ocasio-Cortez asked the witnesses where she where should she look for more information on secret UAP programs. But we only have five minutes today, but for the record, if you were me, where would you look? Titles, programs, departments, regions, if you could just name anything, she asked. The three witnesses offered brief responses. Quote, I'd be happy to give you that in a closed environment. I can tell you specifically. Mm, interesting. Uh, former intelligence official David Grush responded. Uh, RT commander David Fravor said uh, he has told people that, quote, you have to know where to look. Mm. Interesting. Quote, they're not going to divulge it to you because of classification levels. Uh, but if you know where to look and who to talk to, which is exactly where Mr. Grush could point you, then you have them, Fravor said. I was an operator, so I was depending on folks like Mr. Grush to do that homework. Former fighter pilot Ryan Graves of Americans up for safe airspace added. This is 11.28 a.m. Lawmakers, lawmaker presses Grush on finding of, of misdirecting funds to UFO programs. Former intelligence whistleblower David Grush, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, suggested that U.S. aerospace corporations were siphoning off government funds, referring to Grush's claims that there had been misappropriation of Pentagon funds. What? The government is misappropriating funds? You don't say. Representative Jared Moskowitz, Democrat of Florida, asked if that meant, quote, there is money in the budget that is set to go to a program, but it doesn't and it goes to something else. Very interesting. Quote, Yes, I have specific knowledge of that. Yep, Grush said. Do you think U.S. corporations are overly overcharging for certain tech they're selling to the U.S. government and that additional money is going to programs? Moskowitz press. press. That is correct, Grush said. Former Navy pilot tells of life-changing UAP encounter. And this is a uh, uh, first-person uh, testimony. It says former Navy pilot David Fravor told Congress that his UAP experience had been brief but life changing in ways that perhaps only a fighter pilot can truly understand. Quote, it was it was amazing to see. I told my buddy I wanted to fly it, Fravor said. I'm not like a UFO fanatic. That's just not me. But I will tell you that what we saw with four sets of eyes over a five minute period. Still, there's nothing, we have nothing close to it, he said. It's just an incredible technology. 
In 2004, Fravor was part of a squadron that witnessed a UAP from 80,000 feet, nearly twice the ceiling of their F-18 fighter jets, down to the surface of the ocean where another craft seemed to be churning up the sea. Then it raced off past a rendezvous point three times faster than their jets, he says. And once again, this is what I'm talking about. Fighter jets. The U.S. government, I would argue, or I would say arguably, has some of the best technology for our military. There are a lot of things that are in production. There are a lot of things that are behind the scenes that we just don't have that information to. I'm sure there are ways to... to have technology that you can see through walls so that you can see enemies, you know, in foreign wars, etc. I know that there are some companies that are working in like exoskeletons so that soldiers can wear a, a sort of exoskeleton that gives them faster running speed, uh, that that helps them with their with their armor, that helps them with their guns, that helps them jump higher, whatever the case might be. But from what I've read, uh, this technology is so far advanced, but that it's limited that these exoskeletons end up costing the U.S. government like a million per the suit. So it just wouldn't make sense to give like a unit of, you know, 200 army soldiers or Marines or even a special operations team, for example. If you put like a, a Navy SEAL team of like six people, that's still a million, that's $6 million you're spending just on exoskeletons. And then I'm sure there's nuances around that. What about equipment failure? How long has it been tested for? so on and so forth. And this is why I can appreciate that they are holding this meeting because finally we are understanding the what is called the mass industrial military complex. Uh, that is, you know, when people think, oh, oh, it's it's so good that we spend more than the next 20 nations combined in our nation's military. And I've long told you guys this before, as a veteran myself, uh, this money is not making it into our pocket. People might be thinking, oh, we're spending more in our military well, that must mean that we're paying our troops really good money. No, <laughs> it, that's just not the case. Um, a lot of it is going into this equipment. There are hiring private companies to come in and work for the U.S. government to develop technology that no one else has access to. And just because, like, let's say, for example, the United States Air Force is working on top secret, you know, projects by private contractors, private scientists, private researchers, whatever the case might be. It doesn't mean that everyone in the Air Force is privy to that information. For example, um, when that submarine went down, the Titanic submarine to, to go down and, and, and look at the Titanic, uh, people were saying that it was going to be really hard to get down to that because essentially there is no technology. There is no U.S. government submarines or, or anything like that that could really reach the depths to where the Titanic is. But you're telling me that a private company does? Now, there are a lot of people that speculate. I, I forget what the exact uh, percentage is. A lot of people say, hey, you know um, th you know that we've only explored like 5% of the ocean's floor. However, there have been whistleblowers from the Navy that have come out and said, and I can pull those up articles. I don't, don't want to get too crazy here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the military-industrial complex, that's what I said, Evan. Um, thank you. Uh, that I said that it's actually closer to about 90%. We have explored... The, the, the ocean's grounds over 90%, but for whatever reason, they don't want us to know that information. Who knows why, right? We don't know why. Um, uh, but, but 
anyway, the, the point is here, you know, that it, uh, it seems these hearings are kind of outing a lot about how the military works, about how these contracts work, how the government is using these budgets to claim that they're buying or doing one thing, but they're secretly doing another. I don't think that comes as a surprise to many. But again, this is a kind of interesting firsthand experience. You see a UAP drop from 80,000 feet nearly to the ceiling, twice the ceiling of their F-18 fighter jets, which at that time in 2004, who I can't suspect that there was any you know, technology on Earth that could allow to go higher than the fighter jets. And then it comes down to the surface of the ocean where another craft seemed to be churning up the sea. Why is it doing that? This was 2004, right? It's it's interesting. It's an interesting thing. And again, why not go into this? If you're probably sitting at home and asking yourself, but who cares, Anthony? Who cares? Why wouldn't you want to know? If there are people saying that they saw this, why wouldn't you want to know the truth to that? I don't think there's anything nefarious. I don't think there's anything, I don't know, satanic about it, demonic about it. Who knows, right? But I think that the American people, hey, it's our money that you're using. Why don't we have the right to know? And you can't continue to claim, well, it's because we have technology, track the stuff that we don't want other people knowing about. I think it's past that time, buddy, you know? So it goes on to say, a witness absolutely believes government is in possession of UAPs. I'm going to end this segment with this because, like I said, today's going to be a shorter one. It says, former intelligence official David Grush said that he, quote, absolutely believes that the U.S. government is in possession of UAPs. Quote, absolutely, based on interviewing over 40 witnesses over four years, Grush replied. He added that he knows the exact locations of where this technology is, and those locations were provided to the Inspector General, and some of which to the Intelligence Committees. Grush is a former National Reconnaissance Officer representative with the Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Task Force at the Pentagon. Um... Obviously, kind of goes on. Garcia witnesses say that there needs to be a central reporting system for UAP. Maybe we can be seeing a new branch, uh, uh, I guess, kind of like subcommittees for for the government that are going to be closely more monitoring this, including the budget for it. Whistleblower alleges retaliation for claiming UAP cover-up. Now the government's involved in cover-ups. Okay, not that shocking. Garcia urges committee to keep an open mind on UAPs. Sure, let's let's have that debate. Former F-18 pilot offers hearing first eyewitness account. Former Navy pilot says stigma around UAP challenges national security. Democrat says Pentagon is hiding info on unexplained incidents. Again, I, I feel like we've all been here, you know? Um, nothing too shocking. Burchett, we're going to uncover the cover-up. That's great to know. Uh, Grothman says UFO hearing is most exciting subcommittee this week. It might be something different. You know, it's always just politics, politics, politics. I understand this is also political, uh, but it's just a little bit different. Witnesses at the hearing today include uh, Ryan Graves, Executive Director of Americans for Safe Aerospace, RT Commander David Freber, former Commanding Officer, Black Aces Squadron, U.S. Navy, da David Grush, former National Reconnaissance Officer Representative, Unidentified Anomalous Phenomenal Task Force, Department of Defense. Um and yeah, this is this is very interesting stuff, man. And, and and again, at the very least, what's going on? Why is it so hush hush? Why are we covering it up? I believe that the American people have the right to know. I I that's my firm belief of what's really going on. And if it's not little green aliens, then what is it? How do you explain these phenomena? How do you explain 
hundreds if not thousands of people, including fighter pilots in the U.S. government, including top gov U.S. government officials, stating, yes, all these things exist. Everything you're talking about is correct. Now, again, the when they first premised this hearing, they said, if you're here thinking that we're about to tell you that there are aliens and that the government has possession of foreign life, you are sadly mistaken. That's not what it's going to be, at least not according to our initial hearings. That is why we are here to try to find out what's happening. And that's up to you to decide. Do you believe it? Yes or no? That's up to you to decide. Is this something that is uh, important? Is that something that, you know, um, we'll, we'll see, you know, um, we have a couple more uh, uh, super chats. Uh, uh, oh, I think I already said this one. Thank you so much, uh, Victoria. Again, Rebecca, now U.S. recovered non-human biological pilots from crash crafts, UFO whistleblower says in hearing at this close. Really? Hmm. Let's check that out real quick. And, you know, we might have to do a part two with, for this USO stuff. Oh, here it is. So I'm going to show it to you guys. Now, U.S. recovered non-human biological pilots from Crash Craft's UFO whistleblower says in hearing. The audio might be off. I apologize, but we'll see. Um, I'll play this for you guys. And then Lena Valencia, thank you so much for the $10. I really appreciate you guys. Let's hear what this has to say. As I've stated, something I can't discuss in some system. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> you believe we have craft uh, stated earlier? Do we have the bodies of the pilots? The pilot of this craft. As I've stated publicly already in my news station interview, a biologic came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologic? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, video, photos, eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you and guess about. Um, okay. So, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either, what agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm going to provide that to you after the hearing. Thank you. And I yield back. Interesting. U.S. recovered non-human biological pilots from Crash Craft's UFO whistleblower says at the hearing. The hiring moon. Everything has changed. Um. Um. It's just interesting stuff. I don't know. Don't look at me for don't look at me for answers. I have no idea, ladies and gentlemen. I I this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I'm gonna need you to look right in here. Go ahead, everyone. Click. You just forgot everything you heard. Um, I don't know. 
this is some weird stuff, man. And like, why now? You know what I mean? Like, there's so many conspiracy sites out there talking about how the apocalypse is coming. And this is why they're like preparing us for a UFO. Senor Santísimo. You know what, bro? That's fine. If anything's going to unite us, it's going to be an alien invasion. You know, at that point, everyone's going to be a he and a she. We're no longer going to be fighting with the they-thems. We don't no longer have to worry about the Russia threat or Ukraine. We don't have to worry because if aliens just come and they're like, we're declaring war on Earth, then now we can go space troopers. We can go fight the giant cockroaches on planet Zion or whatever planet there is. And you know what? I'm ready. At this point, you know, it's it's like that meme, you know, like the U.S. government literally just confessed that aliens are real and Americans don't seem to care or the world doesn't seem to care. And it's like that meme of like that Wojak with the beanie kind of depressed and like bags under his eyes because he hasn't slept in days and he's like smoking a cigarette and he's like, you know, we just have a lot going on right now. Like at this point, if you literally showed us pictures of aliens, we'd be like, you know what? It's just a lot. It's a lot going on right now. You know? I I forgot my lunch at home. My wife's going to be angry because she cooked it. There's just a lot going on right now. Like, I hope I parked in a place where I'm not going to get a ticket. I don't know. It, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a lot, man. You know what I mean? Like I got church on Sunday. It's, I got to wake up early. I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to do a part two. That's for sure. All right. We're going to the next item here, ladies and gentlemen. You know, like Disclose TV, just in breaking news, Hunter Biden plea deal was not accepted in federal court after judge handling the case expressed concerns via Bloomberg. Very, very interesting. And this is Charlie Kirk breaking. Hunter Biden's plea deal falls apart due to potential fire evaluation investigations that are still ongoing. The deal appears to be dead and off the table. One thing we've learned is that this investigation very much is still ongoing. There's a CNN Breaking news out of Wilmington, Delaware, from Mr. Biden. Our characters have plan out inside the courtroom. Kara, bring it to yeah, um, so as we, as I went back into the courtroom, the hearing had just begun again. The judge was back on the bed, and she was pressing the prosecution on this investigation and the four corners of the plea agreement. One of the prosecutors said that the investigation was very much ongoing, and that she asked him, "Well, what is not covered?" in the plea agreement if you are leaving the possibility for the reading other future charges. So then the judge says, would this include a possible fair charge that's not registering as a foreign agent? The prosecutor said, no, the deal would not include that. It was at that point that she had said to the prosecution, um, you know, if you are not that, if you can charge that, then what does this mean? And the prosecutors, uh, she asked Hunter Biden's attorneys about that. And he said, well, then there's no deal. And the prosecutor said, then there is no deal. So Biden's team said that the plea agreement, as far as they understood it, was now null and void. They were moving ahead to talk about what the next steps would be in this case. So as of right now, the deal appears to be dead and off the table. I know it remains to be seen how they're going to move forward. But he has been charged with those two misdemeanor tax evasion charges. Uh, but one thing we learned is that this investigation is very much still ongoing. 
Uh, you can tell this girl is new. At least she appears to be. She seems very nervous, extremely nervous. Um, you can just hear in her tone. Um, I feel like this might be like one of her first times in front of the camera. It's also one of the first times I've ever seen her specifically. Um, but we'll go right into the article here, guys. Routers, Hunter Biden and prosecutors agreed to more limited plea deal uh, per CNN by Jack Queen. This is as of 10 minutes ago. Wilmington, Delaware, U.S. President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and prosecutors agreed to a more limited plea deal over Biden's failure to pay income taxes after a previous agreement fell apart on Wednesday, CNN reported. The original agreement fell apart when the judge expressed concerns about a provision in the deal that allowed Biden to not be prosecuted for a gun-related charge in a separate case. A Bloomberg reporter posted on X, formerly known as Twitter. We're already doing this, man. X formerly found, uh, uh, probably not sure. CNN reported that the deal fell apart due to ongoing investigations into potential violations of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, or FARA. Under the more limited deal, the president's son has agreed to plead the charges that's, that span from 2014 to 2019 and include conduct related to tax offenses, drug use, and gun possession, according to CNN. The deal does not shield them from future charges. Oh, and the plot thickens, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden was accused of failing to pay taxes on more than $1.5 million in income in 2017 and 2018, despite owing more than $100,000, prosecutors allege. He is charged in a separate case with unlawfully owning a firearm while addicted to and using a controlled substance, which is a felony. Republicans have for years accused Hunter Biden of leveraging his father's political power for personal gains in his dealings in Ukraine and China, which, by the way, we all now know to be true. And I believe that there's also going to be a committee hearing today uh, from when I last reported about how Hunter Biden's ex-best friend or former friend, whatever the case might be, um, is actually going to testify before a committee hearing that Joe Biden was indeed on at least a couple dozen phone calls on speakerphone uh, when uh, Hunter Biden was making business dealings. And of course, you've got those WhatsApp messages that have revealed uh, that Hunter Biden himself implicated his father, saying, I have my father sitting right next to me. What's going to be happening? Are you going to be able to send 10% to the big guy? Don't quote me. That's not the entire quote, but that has been alleged as well. It says, Republicans have for years accused Hunter Biden of leveraging, I said this already, News of the plea deal in June sparked accusations of favorable treatment, uh, duh, for the president's son from Trump and his Republican allies, who have for years accused the younger Biden of influence peddling abroad, among other things. And this is one of those things, you know, um, that I, I've discussed with you guys is let's just find out. To me, and, and I said this yesterday, and, and I think most of you agree, it seems like Republicans, the one thing they are really good at is getting trying to find out the truth. They're trying to find out, well, what really happened here? Whether it be the pandemic, whether, you know, Ron DeSantis is launching like a, an investigation into what's happening with the vaccines, so on and so forth. He's even launching an investigation on Anheuser-Busch and their deal. I don't know if you guys heard about this. It was kind of like a minor blip in the radar, but uh, apparently Ron DeSantis of, of Florida uh, is uh, launching an investigation or trying to launch an investigation against Anheuser-Busch because by Anheuser-Busch, uh, essentially marketing and, and doing a, a, a deal with uh, Dylan Mulvaney, the, the transgender to kind of set everything off, that they didn't notify that decision with the board and investors. 
that it was just kind of like this one person kind of going rogue and making business dealings with marketing, et cetera. But now to the detriment of Anheuser-Busch that have lost billions in revenue and now Bud Light is no longer the t one, one of the 10 most liked beers in the nation. The donors, the people that have invested, investors, people that, you know, I guess you're called stock people. What are they called? Um, what are they called? Shareholders. Thank you so much. Thank my egg-headed friend. Um, anyway, um, shareholders. So that's kind of that's kind of like an interesting twist. But again, it's one of those things where. Uh, so it says the lady with the airplane was right. That mf'er is not real. Uh, we'll see. Only time will tell. Um, with with all that stuff. But um, this is a very, very interesting twist when it comes to Hunter Biden. I know a lot of people thought, well, that's why they're doing the UFO stuff today because no one's going to be paying attention to the Hunter Biden. This is explosive news. This is very, very interesting uh, to see that um, it seems that the judge is like, nah, I'm, I'm not on board with this plea deal. You know, I, I think that, here's what I think. I think that Team Biden... Uh, including his lawyer that apparently was caught smoking out of a bong, you know, like I remember, <laughs> I remember that picture went viral, right? Like, oh, like Hunter Biden's attorney seems to be ripping out of a bong in his LA condo or whatever it was, and people were like, "Who cares? Marijuana is legal." Here's what I'm saying: If you are Hunter Biden and you are about to be prosecuted and plead guilty. Uh, with charges relating to drugs, including methamphetamine and crack cocaine or whatever other substances he was doing, heroin, I don't know. The devil's lettuce, marijuana, right? Um, why, why would you seek legal representation from potheads? You know, like people ripping into a bong, like, I don't know, maybe find a lawyer that is not smoking joints all day and high on marijuana as they are trying to but maybe this is a testimony to how comfortable these people felt like oh don't worry about it man you're the president's son uh we're, we're gonna go in there piece of cake slap on the wrist you'll you'll plead guilty time served nothing's gonna happen well guess what <laughs> yeah guess what buddy now it's plot twist you know major plot twist ladies and gentlemen it doesn't seem like it's going to be as easy as they thought this judge just came in here and said well there's now a wrench in the mix it's not going to be that easy uh but me personally you know it's like um hey guys this is this is my lawyer like i'm going to jail you know um don't i, I don't know i don't know how i'd feel about that sure to each their own you know whatever if your lawyer gets high i guess whatever if he's good he's good you know it is it is uh, Rebecca says that judge is not suicidal. Just saying. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen with this. This is obviously breaking news. I think, again, this throws a wrench into the mix, and we shall see. Speaking of people that got off easy, not saying, but just saying, this is breaking news. Uh, the Associated Press, London jury acquits Kevin Spacey of sexual assault charges on his birthday, nonetheless. And actually, Nicole, was it you that shared that article about how his lawyer gifted him like a ring? Can you post a link to that? Can you post it on Telegram? I kind of want to see that. I wanted to. Oh, okay, here it is. It was James. Okay, I'm gonna try to see. Can I save this? I just don't know where he got it. <laughs>
let me see here. Maybe I can share it. Maybe. Yeah. You know what? I think I could do it like this. Let me see. A second here, guys. I can do this. Yes. I figured it out. Okay. I'm going to share this with you guys afterward. Okay. And I forgot James is not even here today. Uh, he's got a lot of work to do. Leave James alone, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. London jury acquits Kevin Spacey of sexual assault charges on his birthday. Uh, it says here, Kevin Spacey was acquitted of sexual assault on Wednesday after the Oscar winner star turned as a witness in his own defense, spared him a possible prison term, and gave him a shot at a career comeback. Tears rolled down Spacey's cheeks as the final, quote, not guilty verdict was read. The actor looked at the jury, placed his hand over the lapel of his blue suit, and mouthed the words, quote, thank you. It was his 64th birthday. Spacey's wide-ranging testimony culminated as he choked up speaking of the six years he'd gone without work after sex abuse allegations surfaced against him during the, quote, Me Too movement in the U.S. in 2017. What did happen to the Me Too movement? My podcast has lasted longer than the Me Too movement, and that thing had celebrity backing. That's insane to me. Like, what happened in Me Too? It's like a phase, you know what I mean? Like, people just jump on the next thing. Uh, it says, quote, my world exploded in space. He testified there was a rush of judgment. And before the first question was asked or answered, I lost my job. Okay, quick question. Do you guys believe the allegations against him? Even though he's obviously been acquitted, we can just say allegedly now, um, but he hasn't been convicted. Do you believe he did the things that they accuse him of, the sexual abuse? Or do you not believe it? Let me know in the comments. Uh, there was a rush of judgment. And before the first question was asked or answered, I lost my job. I lost my reputation. I lost everything in a matter of days. Three men, three men accused the Oscar winner of aggressively grabbing their crotches, describing him as, quote, vile and a slippery, snaky predator. A fourth, an aspiring actor, said he awoke to the actor performing oral on him after going to Spacey's London apartment for a career advice and a beer and either falling asleep or passing out. Spacey said he was a, quote, big flirt who had consensual flings with men and whose only misstep was touching a man's groin while making a clumsy pass. You know what really fascinated me, if you even want to call that, or I guess maybe shocked me or I guess stumped me, when all this was happening, the thing that got me the most is when all these allegations came out, you know how him and his team responded? He came out as gay. It kind of reminds me of like Governor Cuomo with that famous CNN headline where it's like, I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. <laughs> that to me was one of the funniest headlines ever. Like, hey guys, I'm not a pervert by kissing people in their mouth, you know, including staffers and young women. I'm just Italian. Let me see if I can pull that up for you guys. I'm not a pervert. Oh, I'm just Italian. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, look at look at this, man. You know, I'm not perverted. I'm just Italian. And then, oh, it's Fox News. Cuomo. I'm not perverted. I'm just I'm just Italian. And Kevin Spacey essentially came out with the same thing. Hey, I'm not a pervert. I'm just gay. You know? Like that, <laughs> that's that's wild to me. And the fact that like people like applauded him, they're like, wow, after all these years, he's finally speaking out. I like what a 
what a, you know what I'm saying? Like, good for his team, man. Like, hey, man, don't worry. Like, you know, <laughs> we're, we've got Cuomo's team on our side. Just say you're not a pervert. You're just gay. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy, man. It's so crazy to me. Um, it says the accusations date from 2001 to 2013 and include the period when Spacey, after winning Academy Awards for The Usual Suspects and American Beauty, had returned to the theater his first love. During most of that period, he was artistic. Uh, he was artistic director of the Old Vic Theater in London. Now, what I will say is that, um, and I'm and I'm just going to say this one thing: is I I don't like a lot of Hollywood actors. Kevin Spacey personally was never in my radar as a guy that did wrong. I I can believe the allegations. Hey, I didn't create the society of Me Too and believe all women, but I'm forced to believe all women. So now you've created this society. Now you got to live in it, right? So I, I'm inclined to believe the victims. Obviously, I also understand that there are a lot of actors and actresses that are victims themselves of, you know, false allegations. Donald Trump, for example, before he was a presidential candidate and then a president, he was accused of wrongdoing. He is has recently been indicted or, or he recently, I don't think he was indicted. I think he was charged and then found guilty of uh, like sexual harassment of some sort. I forget what the story is exactly. Don't quote me. But I understand that when you are in the public eye and when you are a famous figure, there will be people that come after you because they want the fame. Andrew Tate is another example. Again, I understand the scenarios are different, but Donald Trump did come from Hollywood. He was this big celebrity. He was this big icon. Lots of people do that. So to me, it's like, I'm inclined to believe it, you know, but also the judge found him not guilty. So, or the jury did rather. So how can you sit there and be like, no, I don't believe it. Sure, you have the freedom to say, I don't believe it, but the jury just found him not guilty. So I guess my question is, who are we? You know, um, I I don't know. You know, it's, it's just, it's a super one. The one thing I will say is that uh, a while back, I really got into the show with Kevin Spacey House of Cards. House of Cards, in my opinion, is possibly the best uh, political series that I have ever watched. Um, in in the show, Kevin Spacey is a is a Democrat, and he starts off as a Democratic whip uh, or a congressman, I believe, and then he comes over to whip. It's basically a series of how he manipulates the political system, how he blackmails people, how he leverages. Uh, Dirty secrets on people uh, to essentially gain momentum to eventually become president of the United States. It is such a great because it it goes into like how journalists are involved, how these Democrats or just politicians in general hire journalists to write essentially tabloids for them and use the blackmail. And and you've got all these politicians like, okay, who's like who's feeding the media, you know, dirty secrets and information of how we operate. This is that. In my opinion, and then this again, this is me, and, and I've had people in politics, I've had people that have worked at the White House that seen this and tell me, dude, that's literally how it happens. That's literally how politics work. It's all about what you have on other people. What dirt do you have on other people? What favors can you call in? Who stands to benefit? Who's going to get money? House of Cards, in my opinion, is one of the greatest shows on Netflix, perhaps, maybe ever. I don't know. But at least politically. It, it was such a great show. 
And all of this happened when the show was ramping up because he had just became president in the show. So obviously because of the Me Too movement, a new season came in. Um, they essentially had to kill him off in the show. And then they gave it off to his wife and then she became president. It just wasn't good after that. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I agree. And Rebecca says today he was acquitted for sexual assault. Dead men tell no tells. There's a lot of reports that a lot of the people that, you know, tied to this case with Kevin Spacey have turned up dead. Again, I don't have my conspiracy hat yet, so we're going to have to wait for that to come. Um, but only time will tell. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and, and this is what I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, let me pull it up for you, and then we're going to end it here. Um, it says here, let's see. Uh, let me see if I can make this bigger for you guys. Can I? course not because everything hates me okay it, so this is part of an article and it says but only the sharp-eyed meaning the people in the courtroom i guess or the people paying attention would have noticed a silver ring on the middle finger of the 63 year olds meaning kevin spacey left hand fewer still would have appreciated its significance engraved on the band in hebrew are words that read this too shall pass the ring was a gift from his manager, Evan Lowenstein. All as allegations piled up and his acting roles came to a halt, the hit to Spacey financially was equally devastating. His defense costs for the UK trial alone were put at more than 1 million euros, a figure dwarfed by the US legal fees. So I guess it's, it's just kind of talking about the sentimental value of the ring that was given to him by his Jewish uh, manager. Um, and uh, I guess engraved on it with the with the Hebrew words, you know, this too shall pass. Uh, but just interesting, you know, like side note um, for no reason at all. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for joining me. I was thinking about like, you know what, should I even make a morning show? Should I just wait for the evening? Because we do have another show tonight uh, at 6 p.m. I ask that you guys please set your notifications on. Do it right now. Like, subscribe right below your YouTube, like right below where I am. Uh, probably underneath the shirt that you could buy at my merch shop, uh, a promo code freedom for 10% off. Right down here um, is the links to the merch. It's the links to if you want to sign up for my Patreon. Uh, but you can also hit that bell notification that you'll be notified when we go live tonight. I thought about it. I said, okay, I'll do what I'll do is I'll go live in the morning, but I'll make it a short one today, only an hour long, uh, just to kind of go over some of the more pressing news today. Uh, but with that, thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm going to end it right here. I will see you guys later on today, God willing, at 6 p.m. Pacific time, where we will be joined by Sanja Shah and Greg Abduk. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. He'll let me know if I didn't. Um, I know the Obama stuff. It was the last story. I do have it here for you guys, literally, just so you can see that I'm not. But here it is. Obama's personal chef dies while paddleboard in Martha's Vineyard. I promise... It'll be on tomorrow, if God allows it. And I will go through all the details in it, including the conspiracy stuff. Maybe. If you guys behave. But if, if I find out tomorrow you guys are not behaving, I'm going to ask your parents. We're not going to do it. We'll, we'll run UFOs again. Um, all right, guys. I promise we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. I put it off for two days. I will do extensively, and I'll open it up tomorrow. All right, guys. I'll see you guys later on today. God bless you guys. Abdouche? Is that what it is? No, Abduke. I want to say it's Abduke. Um, be nice guys. All right, guys. See you guys later on today. God bless you guys. Have a good rest of your Wednesday. 
I'll see you guys later on tonight. God bless you guys.